dude i need this guy to like i need him to re-record that little like noise bit when he comes in here shocking right <laughs> yeah it, it's not even that it's just like it's like goofy you know i'd rather be just like a cool little noise like a doo-doo-doo that's all i need to know I know we're recording. I don't really even need a noise if he's going to announce himself to us, like, with words. But we're back for the first time in nearly two months with episode 10. It's been a long time. And it's been my fault, mostly, if I'm going to be honest. Double digits. Uh, We're both both adults with busy lives. It's it sucks when, you know, things don't. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Line up. Um as fluidly as we'd like to but you know it is what it is we're here now dude if bruce lee is water i'm definitely molasses i don't know about you i'm somewhere in between probably i'm like a a thin caramel um what do you want to talk about first i got uh, six games six games on the agenda to talk about uh, I mean, do you want to want to? Why don't we do like a? Let's do something different this time. Let's ramp it. So let's ramp from the worst shit to the best shit. Okay. Well, uh, I guess five games really, because one game it's it, it, neither one of us have played it. I was just excited for it, and it ended up not being good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get that one off the list. Well, first like, well, the, game, the audience I, deserves to know what was it that? Was, it was AEW, the Fight Forever, the wrestling game. Yeah, I, Never... I don't I don't keep up with that, so that's yeah. this is all you. Yeah. So that's well that's why I, I was gonna skip over it completely. You know I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm an even bigger like wrestling video game fan, and I was you know, I was looking forward to it, but you know. Reviews weren't great. Decided not to get it. That's the end of that. What more do you want from me? Dude, you just need to get a, a team of like four passionate developers together to make a Roblox style wrestling game. I guarantee you it'll be great. There's probably one in Roblox. Isn't Roblox like a build your own video game video game? Yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm sure there is. So starting from the shit, if we're going to ramp up, I'm going off open critic scores, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to start from the worst to the best reviewed games we have, we're going to start off with a little game I like to call Crime Boss Rock Hay City. All right. Have you heard anything about Crime Boss Rock Hay City, Mike? I think I've heard of the title, but I don't think I, I like. I think it flew under my radar. If I'm being honest, like I really, I yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I'm down to tell you about it if you want. Yeah. So Crime Boss Rock Hay City is a payday copycat. Uh, to a fault. Like it is, I know this. Sorry, continue, continue. Yeah. I know this game to a fault. It is a um payday copycat. The synopsis right here it's a, a video game developed by in game studios and published by 505 Games. The player assembles a team of criminals and is sent on missions to infiltrate, steal, and defeat enemies in shooter gameplay. The game features a cast of prominent actors, prominent in fucking quotes, none of these people have been prominent for years, uh, including Michael Madsen, who is the main character, Chuck Norris, Danny Trejo, Danny Glover, Michael Rooker, Kim Bassinger, Vanilla Ice, and Damien Poultier. So I had an epiphany, like come to God moment, right? When I'm like, I don't know this game. And then like, as you started to go over and I just did like a quick little search and I know this game, right? I, I've seen so many videos of people just absolutely shitting on that game. Right. I didn't need to play it. I just watched enough like VODs of it to go. Yeah, this thing bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's um... painful. So, I'm we're starting off with the weakest on uh, Open Critic right now. It's sitting at a 54 top critic average, which is probably about right. Now there's a there's a little asterisk next to this one because game's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) The game's pretty fucking cool, man. All right, like I I loved Payday too. Me and my brother, my brother and I, we he. I both really like the payday games, so we like that style of uh, mm-hmm. you know planning out a heist. Do you know try to go stealthy? Shit goes left sideways, and then you, you got to go loud and get the money and run. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
just like and real this life. game is just not this it lacks a certain pizzazz to it that payday has like it is first of all it's fucking the easiest game i've ever played in my fucking life it's like shockingly easy to a point where i don't even know where the difficulty is supposed to be i don't know where i'm supposed to die or when i'm supposed to fail because i just don't and i'm not even like you know swinging my dick out or anything like there is no challenge brought to you in this game and the entire cast is laughably bad have you seen any videos of chuck norris's voice acting i didn't see chucks but i've definitely seen some videos of the voice acting in that game and it's right. tragic and uh just to your point of like the game being too easy you know um i think the problem with that game is they they paid for the cast and couldn't back it up with proper systems right like payday 2 is great because the systems are great right yeah so uh so you brought up payday 2 and i'm just got to bring in like let's let's just like mirror image this let's make this better right uh payday 3 that's on the horizon if you weren't looks aware. great yeah i've seen a lot of videos of gameplay yeah. and stuff like that looks awesome but looks great continue let's let's talk about the dog shit but guys payday 3 it's on the horizon it gonna be good time I, i'm i'm wrapping up with this one anyway because there's there's not much to talk about when it comes to this game like it's it's not good i mean it's it's fun briefly with some friends if you're just trying to fill that giant gaping payday hole in your heart and i think it came out at a okay time payday 3 is on the horizon slated for september so if it wants to get a solid player base in now is the time to do it i just don't see that happening there's so many bugs there's such a lack of charm a lack of difficulty a lack of content that you know if this game if they slapped early access on this game i feel like people would be a lot more forgiving on it but this is a full release game you know i i paid 40 dollars of real u.s american currency for this piece of hog shit that isn't even that great of a game i don't know it's this man spending his hard-earned petro dollars dude i bought that game you know what you know what you're gonna get mad at me about i bought this game instead of buying trepang 2 i had both of them and i was in my car and i was like what what do i care about more you fucked up yep yep you fucked up like i'm gonna hold you to that that sucks yeah it's pretty shitty um so that was one of the games I've been playing recently since we last talked. I'm not playing it anymore. I don't know why I said as if I'm actively playing Crime Boss Rocky City. Definitely avoid it. Definitely avoid it. I mean, even on sale, even on sale for 20 bucks, this game is is not worth $20. This is a download it for free because we're in early access and help us make a good game type game. But you should not be charging people for, for what has been released. It's It's pretty shameful. Dude, that's that is some pain if you ask me it's not that you ain't cool you want to hear about even more pain yeah i do i would and love to is, hear about all the pain so the next game is another i don't see i don't know what you've been playing recently so the next game is another game that i've been playing that you i'm sure know about i think i think personally this game is worse than crime boss rock a city and i'm talking about a little game called layers of fear here's a, I, wait hold on hold on hold on what is this one i know this it's one. The, it's the remake of Layer, Layers of Fear from Bloober Team. They made a remake of this guy? They remade it and they bundled in Layers of Fear 2 and all of the DLC on Unreal Engine 5. Wait, hold on. So wait, Layers of Fear, that was the one with like the piano and the paintings and stuff, right? Yes, yep, yep. Yeah, that one was weird. I didn't like that one. No, it was a bad game. And Layers of Fear 2 was less bad, but still not great. And this one, like, jaw-droppingly pretty. Like, Unreal Engine 5 is a force to be fucking reckoned with, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I really wish that there was a third contender for that title, though. You know, like, I feel like right now we're stuck. We have, like, Unreal, and, like, that's kind of it. <laughs> Frostbite Engine, right? That doesn't count, you know? Like, that don't count anymore. It used to be, like, that used to be the shit. And then no one's making anything good with it. True. I think yeah. Unreal Engine and uh, 
Uh, re engine capcom's yeah. re engine i was really just good. gonna say that but that's just in-house like they're not yeah. like, letting people into that little ecosystem that was built for them you know yeah like there's nothing that can compare to those two like, i 100 percent agree with you just uh we need we need a contender because i feel like every game is just like a unreal thing like there's unity but like oh yeah Un- i forgot about that yeah unity's kind of poo poo you know like it's it ain't good I mean, it is, yeah. but it isn't, you know, like it's, it's there, but it's, it's nothing special. You're not going to get like yeah. unreal photorealism type stuff out of unity. And if you do like, awesome. I, I then, you know, you've done something crazy, but I haven't seen too many projects that look like the unreal projects do off that engine. It looks insane. That That's the one good thing I can say about this game. I, I we've done, I've talked about this so often. I, I hate beating a dead horse. I don't like Bloober Team. I don't know why they were given the opportunity to remake Silent Hill. I don't think they make good games. Straight up. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I don't think Bloober Team makes good games. I've played... Now I have played five Bloober Team games. And I think all of them are mid. Mid or worse. I think Layers of Fear is bad. I think that is a bad video game. It's sitting at Open Critic at a 75. But it's like... The the reviews are so divisive. You know, PC Gamer gave it a 9 out of 10. IGN gave it a 6 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 5 out of 10. God is a Geek gave it an 8.5 out of 10. So it's, I guess it's like an acquired taste, but holy shit, man. I'm definitely on the lower side of this game for sure. I don't think Layers of Fear is a good game. This is another game. Spent real U.S. American currency on this game, Michael. <laughs> another, another real petrodollar <laughs> classic. Yeah. Man. And I, oh. somebody's got to stop me from doing this, dude. Somebody's got to get a hold of me, dude. I'm gonna just like every time you're about to go swipe that credit card, you're gonna get I should, a phone call. I should from ask me. you. Yeah, I just should call ask me up. Be like, Mike, game. Mike, Yo, is this I game this? good? Yeah, I would have told you, Trepang. Remember when we played Trepang two and you literally busted a nut in my so ear? So good. It was so yeah. good. So it was. Uh, yeah, that game was good. It was. It was fun to watch too. We're going to be talking about that later on, too, because the reviews have posted for that, and I haven't played it, but I wanted to talk to you about the reviews. Yeah, um, so... It's looking pretty good. I will get to it. Um, We'll get to it. I do want to say something about it when we get there. So don't just be like, Mike, remember that time in the middle yeah. of the podcast that you wanted to say something, but you're like, wait, we need to wait because we're doing some other shit first? Just say that exactly. I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Well, that time's coming up because I'm pu- I'm closing the chapter on Layers of Fear. Another game, just avoid it. I don't. I mean, maybe um, don't avoid it if you like walking simulators. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's not a scary game though. Like, I don't know. I don't. You and I need something a little bit more interactive, and that I think game... I need something with a real viable threat. That's what I need. Like Layers of Fear, there is like an enemy kind of, but like. All you do is you shine a flashlight at it and it goes away. And like when it reaches you, you just restart from the previous room. But and I need something with like a holy shit, I am actually in danger. I need, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's there a, is a game later. There is a game on my mind that I would love for you to uh, love for you to play and not me to like just sit there and giggle at your terror. And we'll, we can well, talk I, about it later. But yeah, I, I mean, the next the next game I want to talk about is very much something that i think is a great video game um you have any questions on layers of fear or you want to move on no i don't got any questions comments or concerns i guess actually you know my only concern is it that you were considering spending petro dollars on that i did spend petro dollars you on did that. spend okay i did okay. Yeah, i am okay. concerned no, yeah. about that yeah. yeah so right now that puts me 60 dollars in the hole for two shitty video games that's the price of one good video game dude that's really unfortunate i gotta yeah i gotta i gotta watch it the next video game I didn't pay for, but I gladly would have because it's an Xbox Game Pass video game. It's a little game called Amnesia the Bunker, Michael. Oh, wait, that's not, I was just going to ask you if you played that. And the reason why is because I was like, well, dude, we got to we got to do a playthrough of that. It's that fucking fucking terrifying. It's really fucking good, dude. It's really good. Did you play it all the way through? I have not yet. No, I, I have uh, played it in maybe hour long bursts because I keep getting scared and turning it off. Yeah, that game is freaking scary, dude. They it's fucking terrifying. Job. They, they did a, a really job. good job. I feel like Amnesia kind of fell off a little bit. Their most recent release prior to this was not that great, I heard. Uh, what's the name of it? Do you remember? Uh, it was like Rebirth or something. It was like, you're, it was like a horror game where you're, like, you're fucking 
11 months pregnant. It was interesting, to say the least. Right, that. This one's not that, though. It's really good. I think so. It's like you're in an ancient Egyptian temple. That's Yes, like, that's the one. And I did play that and, briefly, too, when it wasn't that good. And you're like you're like ex-husband or whatever, because like home, like spoiler homie like dead. Like he like busted a fat nut in you and then like you wake up and like you're like 11,000 months pregnant. Like Wait, that's like you, you were in a plane. He busted a nut in you when we were in the, a plane before the what? plane ride. Yeah. So like he like okay. homie homie said like, here you go, chief. And then like now right. now you're in like Egyptian hell. Right. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Classic. You know what's funny about that game is that they had some really sick scripted events in the beginning of that game that really drove like the terror up to like 10. And then what happens is after you get out of this like very specific spot, it's like the gas just full, full stop. Like they just don't have these scripted events that actually were terrifying. Like I haven't had a good like scripted event scare in a minute. Cause usually you could tell they're coming, but they had this like monster that was like peeking at you from around corners and stuff. And it would just like, you just see its shadow or its eyes. And it was, awesome they did such a good job on it and like eventually like it runs away or whatever does like some scripted event shit but huh. they did a really good job in like the beginning piece and like the after that it's like any typical amnesia game whereas this one i feel like they kind of threw a little twist into it you know right. and i i've seen people play it and it looks terrifying just from a viewer's perspective i imagine it, it playing is, yeah. it is just even worse the the best thing about the the bunker um, the sound design is ab- absolutely immaculate. Are you playing with the, um, the... I am, yeah, yeah, which definitely helps. Yeah, so how, so explain to them what, what you've come into contact with, and if well, you, it, let's, let's, let's go with, like, a hardware seg- segment real quick. So, it's, uh, I don't know anything about the hardware, but I noticed I got the, you. the, the increase in, uh, sound fidelity uh, since using it, and especially with horror games, I will plug these bad boys in. Because like, if I'm gaming normally, I don't care about sound too, too much. Especially in games like Diablo. Yep. Um, but like, if I'm playing a horror game like Amnesia or like Layers of Fear, I'll I'll pop these suckers on, and I'll really get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I hear things. I hear things people shouldn't hear, man. I can hear this thing. Behind me, around me, above me, I hear breathing, rattling. Mm-hmm. It's the sound design, and they fu- they fuck with you in the sound design in this game. There, it's very Dead Space esque, where you hear a can fall off a shelf in the corner of the room, but it almost sounds a little bit like the monster is opening a vent. Yep. So you're like, oh fuck, what the fuck is that? And yeah, it's so, very good. So the to fill everybody in, because there's a lot of like, this is what this does. Um. I love audio and I'm trying to get people like on the same, same wavelength that I'm at. But, um, instead of buying a gaming headset guys for like two, 300 bucks, just invest in like a solid pair of IEMs. You can look about IEMs in ear monitors. It makes everything sound a thousand times better. If you don't need a microphone, get yourself some IEMs and that's not sponsored. I'm not specific, you know, telling any specific brands, but man, those things are killer. And that's what he was describing. Yeah, they're they're very good, and they've definitely increased the spook level in in these kind of video games. So bravo to them! All right, um, so that game good. That's that game good. Going. Yeah, so that, that's in the middle. Seventy six. I feel yeah. like horror game lovers like you and I are gonna put it higher, but like I could agree with yeah. that. I, find I mean, that, it's like, it's mm-hmm. crazy because it's only one point higher on Open Critic than layers of fear but look at the difference in way in the way i'm talking about them you know yeah it's totally different games so you know yeah. like you have to- one very game, different yeah you have one game that's like okay well you're gonna go do these events because we painted a beautiful like railway cart that you're gonna be riding along for the next 10 hours of your life yeah versus um amnesia the bunker is like you are gonna suffer for yeah. the next 10 hours of your life you know, you're gonna suffer, and you're in control, which is yep. the I think the biggest difference. I feel in control in Amnesia. I'm in charge of what's happening in the video game. With Layers of Fear, the game is just handholding and guiding you and telling you what to do and where to go. 
And I think that's the biggest difference for me. I, I digress. Anyway, the next game, so there's five games. This is game number four. Trepang 2, which is the f- four out of the top, top two. It's number four. The reviews for this game have been crazy, which is awesome because we played the demo and we loved it, and this game deserves it. Sitting at a 79, which is a strong opening on, on uh, Open Critic for like a game that kind of came out of nowhere by a studio that kind of came out of nowhere. And I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to send some love to it, you know, because I don't think either one of us have played it. But and honestly, you need to like make up for what you like the blasphemous act that you committed. Like you need to like honestly, when you decide to buy Trepang Two, you need to write a review and apologize to it. I do. I really need to tell them like, <laughs> hey, listen, I bought Layers of Fear and Crime Boss Rock A City instead of this game, and I just, you know, I fucked up, and I'm yeah, sorry, guys. Up. I'm really sorry. Yeah, and you just gotta kiss it on the forehead and wish for its forgiveness. Demo was fucking awesome. I heard the game is nice and short, which is awesome. I don't need a 50-hour video game right now. You know? It's a... IGN gave an 8 out of 10, which is pretty cool. Uh, Gaming trend, 85 out of 100. You know, it's it's sitting at overwhelmingly positive on Steam, which is, like you said, is very telling, too, because the fans, they don't, they don't fuck around, you know? They'll give you the smoke if you want the smoke, so... Dude, I'm just excited. Like, I'm excited that we have something like that. You know, that'll like, be a that'll be a stream. I think, right? Yeah, or, we should. Or a video, I, yeah. You know, you grabbed uh, you grabbed kick, right? I did grab kick. I I I got the kick. I got our kick username. Sick. Um, I don't have it on me right now because I don't think I have my phone near me. But I got hey, our kick username. It's all good. We'll put it um in the link tree. And uh, I will read that off at the end of the podcast for people who want to follow the kick. Um, so, so actually, right now I'm going to try to find find that. Uh, we're going to get into the biggest game, which is probably the topic of the show. But before we do that, do you want to just talk about anything you've been playing, whether it's come out recently or not? No, because I have the hidden biggest game oh, at the end. Because I have a feeling that the, the, the biggest game is the one that uh, doesn't rhyme with um, Diablo. Is that the one? No, yeah, no, it does. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So I have a hidden, I have the hidden super S tier game at the end. Okay, so you just want to dive right into to Diablo? Yeah, we can dive into Diablo. Cool. I'm uh, you've played way more of Diablo than me for sure. So I'm gonna let you take the lead on it, and then I'll give you my uh my thoughts afterwards. All right. Yeah, no problem. So I have two characters at around level eighty. I got one barbarian and I got a necromancer, but we're going to start with my barbarian and I'll kind of give you guys my thoughts and feelings on this, which was it's, it's simple. Like it's fun. Um, certain classes definitely feel better than others during the leveling process. So in our boy Zeb's here, he's, he's playing a rogue and they probably have the best like gameplay throughout the entire game. I would say. Um, there's no class right now that I think feels better than his class. Barbarian suffers a little bit in the beginning, but like if you've ever played a Diablo game, you kind of just want to like rush through and get to the end game. But um, with this one, the story is excellent. Um, if you know anything about Diablo lore, I grew up with Diablo 2, Diablo 3. I never actually played Diablo 1, but I grew up with the other ones. And uh, it's real good. Like there's a lot of things that have been filled in. Everything just feels right. The settings feel right. The atmosphere is more akin to Diablo two, which is that dark, dark feeling that you get from the game. Um, and everything is just kind of rooted in like what you would imagine the atrocities of hell, right? That's kind of the, the flavor of the game. Whereas I feel like Diablo three was just like, Ooh, big numbers, you know? (laughs) Um, so story-wise is excellent. Um, you can play it without knowing the history of Diablo. If you pay attention, you'll get it. Um, but most people like me, you know, you play through the story and then you just want to go ballistic, get your build going. And it's just like any other ARPG where, you know, you want to get the God roll on an item and get the right gear. So that way you start blitzing through difficult content. Um so I would say like from the beginning to like around level 80, the game is great. 
um, at level 80, it's it's kind of slows to a halt. Um, and it, there's a lack of kind of content to kind of drive you forward from 80 to 100 at that point. It's just like, let me level up so I can fight Uber Lilith. And that's where it suffers right now. But I, I the ending of the story is open ended. I don't want to spoil it, even though I spoiled other things, but they're in the past. This game's still relevant. Um, but I feel like they're going to be adding to it with the each season. So every season, they're probably going to add a little piece of the story to just kind of drive it forward rather than waiting for like a whole expansion or something. I could be wrong, but I kind of hope that that's the approach that they do. Kind of like how Fortnite does it. I'm going to I'm going to pull Fortnite into the mix. You know how like every season of Fortnite has like a theme and there's like a narrative to it, even though I don't give two flying shits about what's going on in Fortnite. I just kind of hope that's how it is for like every season that they do. They like incrementally add to the story. That way it feels I've, like like it's pushing forward. Yeah, I, I heard an interview um about. Why am I out of breath? Um, Because it's hot. That this, this <laughs> is going to be something that is a lot more supported than Diablo three. I think Diablo three only had one DLC, right? Yeah. So or am I wrong ha- about that? Yeah. So Diablo three had a Rocky launch and then they fixed the end game loop a little bit. And then they launched the DLC that really kind of brought it home and made it playable. Right. Um, and then it just kind of, it just sat there and there wasn't really too much going on. I mean, you had your seasons, but those seasons were just like, let me add an item set and you get to right. see things do different damages and your build changes with the seasons here. I imagine it's going to be a lot of that where they're going to add item sets and probably a world to different world tier. So this is something you're not probably aware of, but the world tier goes up to four at four. The, the enemies have increased health, increased damage, stuff like that better loot drops so you get stuff that has an ancestral tag on it and that, all that means is that it can roll higher the, the stats on the item can be better and it has more things that you could uh theoretically get you know on the right item. um i imagine they're gonna add like world tier five and then the uh there's um interestingly there's a couple items in that game right now that are extremely extremely difficult to get um so this is a part of the game that you didn't experience but those items are legendaries and they kind of change the the whole way the game plays it'll modify your abilities and there's like a set of like five or six unique legendaries later on in the game that i think total in total i think maybe six or seven of them have dropped that's for the entire player base all over the world korea china america six of those items um and it's not they made them super rare because they like that's just how they wanted to do it i'm going real technical but i guess when you yeah i guess when you get like one of those things like you probably feel like you won the lottery because technically you did there's like six people with those items like uh i saw a reddit post some guy in china he rolled an item called the grandfather and that's like a must-have item on almost every like major build because it it uh increases um basically when the item rolls that item's effect is the stats on that item can roll higher than normal so crit damage on that item has a theoretical maximum that is always going to be higher than any other item you know what i'm saying and if you want big numbers you need that big item it is right turbo rare and that's like making people, I guess, like farm farm for it like super hard, but it's so rare. Like right. um I know a lot of famous streamers have talked about it and whatnot, and like they're like, Oh, this is ridiculous, you know, like you got you'd have to play a million hours just to get one of these items, whatever. I imagine in world tier five, you'll be getting those items more frequently. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, game is great. Just don't expect a lot until the first season. I think that's coming out like later this month. So I'll be playing a lot of that. and I'll give you my updates on that when that comes out. Now, your perspective of the game is a little different because you're like level 30 or 40, aren't you? I am 34. I think you I think you split my level. I think I'm a 34. OK, so you're like, I would say you're probably like in act like two or three. Act, I think I'm I'm halfway through act two. Yep. Um, and, your, uh, your perspective, yeah. 
I just I don't know how to, like, yeah, I, well, no, I don't know how to start it because, like, I know I'm in the minority and I know it's just, it's me missing something, right? Yep. I think the game is really good so far. I don't think it's great so far. And I know it's just because I'm sitting there playing alone on World Tier 1. Yep. And everything's super fucking easy. Um, mm-hmm. I've died maybe one time. Uh, every I mean, you and I played for what, like, fucking three hours. Up, we were up time. till three in the morning playing. Yeah, a few it was a good time, ago, right? And yeah, it was, it was really good. fun. And I think that's what I'm missing in the game is I think the game opens up when you're playing with friends. Definitely, you know. Definitely. And like you, de- you said the game opens up in the end game too, uh, to a certain point. And yeah. I think that's another thing I'm missing. Where to me, it's like I'm going into caverns caves dungeons and i'm holding the x button and killing all these enemies really easily occasionally dodging and rolling going to the next room rinse and repeat and then grabbing something out of a chest and then it's over and that's the end of the quest yeah that's the majority of the gameplay loop and it is very very good if you like that sort of thing i guess i guess i don't have another way to explain it like it's like a lottery system. Every time you get an item, it's a chance for it to be better. Right. Right now, you're at the point of the game where every item that you get is pretty much going to be de facto better, no matter what you do. Yes, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> just like you get so much loot, right? I'm just constantly, um, oh, let me switch. I got a new thing. Let me just switch to it. I got a new yep. thing. Let me switch to it. Yep. I get that. And then what happens is, is you get to that like threshold. And then, so like, I'll give you an example. You're in World Tier 1 and 2. You can only get normal items, right? They can only roll up to like some theoretical cap, some theoretical maximum. And then you get to world tier three and now you get sacred items and those sacred items have a higher theoretical maximum. And the idea behind that is like, okay, you have to play through world tier one and two gear up your character with the best possible loot from gear, uh, world tier two be a specific challenge that is difficult to unlock world tier three. And then you got to go play on world tier three, get another set of gear that replaces your current set. Be another challenge that is theoretically difficult and you get to world right. tier four. And then at that point, you're around probably like level 70. Once you're in you know, 68 to 70 at world tier, when you're getting to that world tier four point, unless you have someone carry you through it. And that's where the grind kind of comes to a halt and and because there's no real reward unless you want specific things in the game right like there's no incentive for beating lilith at the end the uber lilith besides like a cool mount and a title but like there's nothing to do after that you know what i'm saying i hate video games Were were you referring to what i just said yeah yeah it's it's just what it is like there's no incentive like there's no challenge beyond that horizon yet unfortunately and it will come and they are aware of this problem because like once you hit the 80 then like all you're doing all day is farming nightmare dungeons uh for for xp that's all you're doing all day long with squad without a squad and it's the same gameplay that you run into a dungeon blow shit up get new loot oh cool i got something cool that's like better than what i had swap out the loot boom that's the whole game but like it is fun and engaging but it just that monotonous grind is a long grind and there's no real reward for the people who are dedicated, you know? Right. Um, and that's, I think that's the biggest gripe everyone has with the game. Other than that though, like the systems are pretty well fleshed out. Everything feels great. It runs excellent guys. It runs well on steam deck. You can play that game on steam deck. Hey, it runs great. Um, uh, Diablo. Yeah. I got, huh. I got, I got to run it on my Steam Deck, dude. It runs like freaking solid. You're still using that thing, huh? Uh, dude, if I'm bored and I'm laying in bed, like, and I'm like, man, I can't sleep right now. I'm gonna play some Diablo, and that's what I do. That's crazy to me, honestly. Yeah, I, uh, I used my Steam. I mean, you already know this. I used my Steam Deck very briefly, and then I sold it because I had no use for it. Yeah, that's what I think most people's use case. Like, I was considering selling it, but then. I kind of played 
I, I just played Diablo on it now. I think it's just my little Diablo device. That's what I call it. So if I'm like if, really not feeling it on my computer, well, I swap there. What if I told you that you could just put your TV in your room and get an Xbox and then just lay in bed with a controller? Dog, I would love to do that. I, I have the smallest like one by one bedroom. I can't even fit another oxygen molecule in there. I, I hear some fucking excuses. That's I'm not even joking. No. It is small in there. It is small. But um, uh, segue into the hidden secret super well, S tier gem. What would you doing? Give, well, let me hear your Diablo score. Let me hear it. What would you give it at 10? That's the only game that I think we've played enough of that we could score it appropriately that we've talked um, about today. So I would give it, I would, I would honestly give it probably an eight and a half. That seems fair. That seems like what I've been seeing from a lot of people. Eight and a half think, out of 10 years. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it, I think the story is like a 9.3. Right. I think the story's excellent. I think it was very right. well done. The cutscenes are wild. Everything's awesome. Right. But it, it feels like it's missing something and that something is for like, for me, I was hardcore playing that game, and like I got to that something point early. A lot of people, right. you know, took their time with it, and it's meant for a more casual audience, and I get that. Um, Fair enough. But it's still, it's still just like uh, at this point, I would like there to be more. I would like there love for there to be more of a challenge. And at the moment, I don't really feel like there's much for me like to be invested in right now. There's not. I don't feel too too good about that. Oh, one other thing I want to say. Um, before I forget, the the uh, open world system where you see other players and stuff all over the map, and there's like just people around the world that you can just run into. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Is uh, that I not would... in Diablo three and two no. and one? Nope. 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 It is very cool. I basically ran an entire quest to somebody randomly because with it seems like we were trying to do the same thing. Um. So we were like following each other from groups of enemy to groups of enemy, and it was very cool. Yeah, that was one of the like core things that they really did well with that because everyone was like wondering about that, like how is the open world thing gonna affect um, the gameplay loop of an ARPG like that? And I think it was a big enhancement. It makes the world really feel alive. It's good, a really good decision by them. You think if I asked you again in a year, your uh, score would go up? No, definitely not. Um, unless they did something drastic and thought of some new system or something that just made the game like turbo addictive, like I'm talking like they throw a pachinko machine in that game or mm. something, you that's know, not that's like by Konami, so I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like that addictive, yeah, you know, uh, it has to be that good, but I think like it's a solid eight and a half. Like, I feel like if you asked me earlier, I'd say nine, but now I'm, I'm kind of at the end, I'm like Diabloed out right now. I've I've done, I feel like I've done everything I can. I feel pretty strong on both my characters, like my barbarian crits for like five, six, seven million, you know. Um, I know it could probably crit higher, but I I don't want to grind out for that gear because I don't really feel like fighting Uber Lilith, you know. Fair so. enough. So before we segue into your surprise game, I want to end on that because I don't even know what it is. But you already know my my thing that I want to talk about because we talked about it in length right before we went on the air is the uh, Callisto Protocol DLC. You're supposed to talk about that in the beginning. I know. I forgot you about ram, it. And now we're, dude, we were like literally just got to the top of the hill and this man, like I just 300 like from, yeah. from the movie 300 Spartan kicked him into the pit. It'll, okay. it'll be it'll be quick because I don't know what we have to say about Callisto Protocol. We both gave our thoughts on it in length. Um, in like five different episodes. It's not a good game. It's just not. It's another game I spent real. What's that term you've been using? Bitcoin on it? Uh, or uh, what a petrodollar. I've used a real petro. Is that like, is that like racist? Should I not be using that term? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, like, say, the U.S. currency I... is propped up by oil. So it's a petrodollar. Oh, I was going to say, before I post this to the world, should I be bleeping that out? <laughs> <every time? laughs> no. Um, property we're like an oil country we got oil we're we're there freedom baby we've uh happy fourth of july we've used <laughs> uh we've talked about the cluster protocol a lot and i have already told you personally my thoughts on the dlc uh i just want to go over it again real quick so it's on paper 
for the world to see in case I ever get called into court for slander against the Callisto you, you know what's going to happen is you're going to get called into the White House and they'll be like, you, you put the baggie there. And you're like, no, the only thing I did is I had a petrodollar, bro, and I spent yeah. it on the Callisto spent protocol. Spent on the Callisto protocol DLC, the final yeah. transmission. Yep. Yeah, it's not good. It's more Callisto protocol, um, which I understand some people really like, which is fine. They can like it. If you did like it, you might like this. It's very short, maybe two hours, two and a half hours. Um, it's also another game that is overwhelmingly easy. And I talk, we talked about this before, and I, this is something I told you I wanted to say for the podcast. But like, it starts up what you would think is, is right after the end of the original game, right? Where the cliffhanger ending, all that stuff. What happens to your character? But you have everything from the end of the game all your upgrades all your guns your uber your uber jesus right mm-hmm. but you're still fighting the enemies that you were fighting in the beginning of since the beginning of the game so i'm walking through all these enemies not getting hurt not getting touched like just and there's a new enemy that is a you know those robots that were like following you and like if you got caught by them they'd fuck you up pretty much yep there's new versions of those that are, like, infused with human DNA. Pretty fucking cool. And they're supposed to be like, yo, don't fight these guys. Like, you gotta avoid them, because they'll fuck you up. I killed the first one that I came into, because I didn't know I was supposed to hide from it. And I did not get touched by him. Because I have just all these weapons that are completely maxed out. I have a melee weapon that's completely maxed out. And it, it lacks... When you lack difficulty in a horror game, you lack scares. You know, there's no tense feeling of survival horror in the Callisto Protocol DLC. Because I'm just running a train on these poor, innocent robots. Until the final boss, where there's just a giant fucking difficulty spike for no fucking reason. And I had to retry it like 13 times before I finally killed it. Well, that's because you're bad, bro. You're just Why I, I'm bad, that's true. But I don't know, it's... It, it was a DLC that, like... What I think happened was they had it planned. They thought the game was going to be a hit, and it wasn't. So they threw it together, and they said, this is coming out next week. It's the last piece of DLC, last piece of content, last update for this game. Just fucking buy it if you want to. We don't give a shit anymore. And that's what happened, and then we got this DLC. Uh, I think uh, I'm just looking. So apparently I have the DLCs, by the way, because I bought like the big edition of Callisto when I was... Oh, you up. wasted your petrodollars. I did waste my petrodollars. I'm, I got. I have to play it now. Like I just have to because it's in oh, my you library. Could, you could run through it in literally. Like you could run through it in two hours. It's very easy up until that final boss. It is very easy. So uh, I'm gonna read the Steam review because I think uh, that it that it really. I'm just gonna read a snippet of the Steam review. Um, Go for it. So there's a user. I guess his name is you know it's NGC blah blah blah. Whatever, you can read it if you go to the Steam. You'll see it's all the way at the top. But he said it better than I think I could say it. But he is basically this for the said... DLC or the game? This is for the DLC. And okay. he said... He basically said that you paying $15 for the ending of an already broken game. Like, they're making you pay $15 for an, a game that ended in a cliffhanger that wasn't any good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just to, like, sur- surmise this. It's like, man, this hurts. Right. Um, bad, bad Glenn you, Schofield. Bad. If you already paid for it, I don't know. I would say if you already paid for it, you should boot it up. But you didn't like the Callisto Protocol at all, so you shouldn't really waste your. No, t- it's not no. worth wasting your time over it. Honestly, no, it's not that. It's like I liked the Callisto Protocol. I liked it more than like the reviews were even giving it at that time. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's just that like I just don't see the point. Because, like, I liked the game all the way up till the ending. And then the ending just absolutely made me aggravated because I felt like I I fought, like, um, leukemia John Cena. And it was just it. Like, that was it. You know? And <laughs> it just, I don't know. It just felt like such a anticlimactic ending that we all saw coming. And... Yeah, and then it ends on a cliffhanger, and like I'm not even motivated to or, play the DLCs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just because I, like the setup wasn't there, it wasn't good. It wasn't so good enough to motivate me. To avoid spoilers on the podcast, I told you the ending of the DLC. Does that entice you at all? 
or is that kind of what you expected? Um, I actually didn't expect that too much. Um, that was an interesting little caveat or twist there. I will say that. Um, just because it does, it, that's just so out of left field at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like a game's already like done some weird shit, but that's just like, I don't think you could guess that ending. You know what I'm saying? You would have to just really be in it, but it's not a good ending. It's just it's not, not. It's not. It's, it's not. A, like a, it's a, we think we're doing something cool and original ending, but it's not the ending what people wanted. And it's not. It's like the, it's... the char- The main character is so unlovable. You know, he's like the he's like you have like a like like a weird younger brother that like bites your ankles or something just because he yeah. thinks he's a dog on Tuesdays. He's just a weirdo. And he's the main characters like that. He's just unlovable sack of unlovable ankle biting shit. No personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I want it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to like the Callisto Protocol. I was rooting for it. You and I talked earlier about its sales and how definitely not going to get a sequel. And how, with judging by the reception and the sales of Striking Distance's first game, whether or not we think Striking Distance Studios will even have a second game, period. So, I don't know. That'll probably be the last time we ever talk about the Callisto Protocol, though. Yeah, I think you need. I think what they got to do is they got to let Glenn Schofield just run the company or whatever the heck his job is over there, and just keep him out of the writing. Writing there. I mean, we talked about it. Game writing, I think, needs to be more open to the public these days. I'm getting sick and tired of these. Like, I have a college degree in writing. Like, let's go write something, and then just like it's generic as shit because it's already been thought about. You know, like give me, give me that unhinged. I'm at 12 o'clock in the morning and I wrote, you know, the most crazy story of all time and posted it to Reddit. I want that guy to write my next video game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm wrong for saying that. I know that I'm like insulting a whole profession, but I just feel like it's whole, stale. Whole trained profession. <laughs> yeah, but, it's just yeah. stale. It's just stale. There's like no room for creativity anymore. Everyone's got to be one... in group think. That's when you go go to the indies. I don't want to take up too much more time because it's getting it's getting later and we haven't talked about your game yet. Yeah. But that's when you go to the indies. And I think that was my problem with the game is I think Striking Distance bit off more than they can chew. They tried to do a really huge AAA marquee Dead Space copycat video game for their first game. And they should have gone a little more creative. They should have founded an indie studio made a cute little indie game that's super creative with a cool story that hasn't been thought of like you're saying and like but the second they announced Callisto Protocol and it was dying, being published by one of the biggest publishers in the world right um and they just went full head first into the AAA space and all their creativity was sucked out of them and we got a 6 out of 10 game with a 6.5 out of 10 DLC yeah like, yeah it, it, it bad it is it sucks. Um, yeah. Why don't you end us off with the show strong and tell me what you've been playing? Tell me about the guys. Again. Guys, fifteen dollars. Okay, it's all you need. Buy Battle Bit Remastered. That game is the best game ever created. On God, I swear on my life, that game is the best multiplayer experience I have had in fourteen years. It is really? that good, dude. It is phenomenal phenomenal gunplay amazing animations good community that is where this game shines is the community and you go into a game you you join the lobby it is the most wild fun i've ever had just interacting with people like you'll be in a fight and there's like local voip in that game and people are just like retcon not retconning like what's the word they're like larping as if they're in war like a real war oh i love that kind of shit yeah dude dude. and it's the fun some of the shit that people say is like the funniest shit i've ever heard in my life like i was uh my name uh right now on steam you guys can add me don't care We'll, we'll play sometime it's comrade watermelon and um (laughs) i i was i was playing a medic and i was running up and all i hear is 
Oh, bro, I'm dying. My leg got blown up, bro. Give me up, watermelon. I think I see the light. Watermelon. <laughs> I, get him I, I up. love that kind of shit. I get him up, and he's like, Doc, Doc, I, I can feel my legs. Am I, am I going to make it, Doc? I'm like, yeah, brother. Yeah, brother, you're, gonna, you're with the soldier. It's okay, we got this. And then we got blown up by a grenade. And... <laughs> And like the, it was just the funniest shit. Like that shit happens all over the place. Um, just funny, goofy shit. People are blasting like, what's that song? Um, that's used in like all the Vietnam movies. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Um. Uh. Oh God. Uh. Oh my God. Stop. Don't say anything. It's a great song. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Right. You're thinking of I, that song? I think so. What's the name of the song? I know the name of the song. Hold on. I know I'm drawing a blank, dude. I know Creedence Clearwater Revival. Fortunate Son. Fortunate Son. I know Fortunate Son. Yeah, yep, dude. Like I was in a helicopter flying across the map, and some guy just flips that shit on. Yeah. Right. And what was happening was we were flying overhead, just gunning down people, and there was another guy sitting next to the pilot who was blasting the song, who was just every now and again just using soundboard farts every time he would kill somebody. That's and that those two things together could not have summarized like what it's like to be on like be a man in 2023 playing this game. It is great. It is just a good freaking time, dude. It is it, game runs beautifully. Uh, graphics are like as as you expect. They're not like the best graphics in the world, but that's done by design. Because of that, uh, it'll actually hold up through the test of time. That's so like, the thing. That's the thing. It's the smartest thing a fucking developer can do. That's what Minecraft did. That's what Valheim did. That's what Battlebit did. You make something that's gonna look good, as good ten years from now as it does today. You know. Yep. And then I found out something today. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this uh, title here. This is from Rock Paper Shotgun. Battlebit remastered has sold 1.8 million copies in the two weeks since launch. Let me, let me, let me rewind. That is only 200,000 less than the Callisto protocol sold in its first two months on the market. It, I, I bought this game probably for four people. You're one of them. Um, I want to play this game with you so freaking bad you're going to have a it's like so this game brought me back to the time when i was playing battlefield bad company 2 with my boy here and like my friends from high school um on the playstation 3 that's when i had it it brought me back to those days like just mindless stupid fun you know and then on top of that obviously you have that whole like rp kind of element or just like goofy shit that it gets said i remember it's like Medic, pick me up. I'll suck your dick. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what I expect. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, like, there's shit like that. There's, like, some goofy shit. Like, I don't know. It's just a perfect game. It's a great fucking time. Everyone should be playing this right now. It is so, so good. That's awesome. That I'm, lo I'm looking forward to playing. I do like shooters. I like when I... The community, I like LARPing. Dude, I think I so I played a a lot of uh, Hell Let Loose a few, like last year when it launched, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people who take that shit as seriously too and like role play in uh, Hell Let Loose, and it's a hell of a good time, man. So that sounds cool, dude. I'm telling you. So what's gonna happen is, guys, we're ending off on a fucking banger. Everybody's gotta go buy this. Use code Watermelon, get fifteen percent off. But don't actually do that because I don't have a code. Code. Me and Gaben aren't hey, that dude, cool do you yet. Really have Code, holy shit. <laughs> no, I wish. That's fucking uh, sick. But like seriously, guys, like if anything I say like matters to anybody on this podcast, this specific episode, please just go buy Battle Bit Remastered. It was made by a team of three people over six years. And six they just they deserve it. They deserve every little success that they like anything that if I say anyone deserves anything, those three guys deserve the world right now. Like they created something magical and everyone should be playing it. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you played a better game than I have for our surprise picks. 
Dude, I told you I gotta end it off with a banger. You literally brought us to the lowest point yeah. on the podcast ever with that last you game know, I, that we're I talking think, about. I think uh, I think I was way harsher on the Callisto Protocol is a better game than Layers of Fear. I thought I just fucking I really fucking can't stand that guy. I can't stand that team, dude. I'm salty about it and I always will be. Dude, it's just a, it's like one of those so you remember like the Rambo game where you're just like a gun, like a shooter on rails, like a rail shooter? Yeah. That's that's layers of the fear, just without the whole like I can shoot without, at things. Without Sylvester Stallone's terrible um imp- like with the guy impress impersonating Sylvester Stallone without that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so a little housekeeping to end off. We were gonna talk about so we have we do have a kick account. The do we have a Twitch account, Mike? I don't think so, but honestly, I don't think I want to give Twitch a dime, if I'm being honest. Like I'm saying that as the most hypocritical person on the planet. I freaking love Amazon, but like they really screw over small businesses, i.e. streamers. So I'd I'd rather give it to start with it from the ground up with a company also starting from the ground up. Well, they're owned by a gambling company, but you and I are never going to gamble on that. And yeah. They're owned by stake.com. So it's like you pissing, pick pissing, picking the lesser of two evils. Right. But I I'm, guess I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I, I guess like my argument right now is that they're not really advertising gambling outside of the gambling category. So I'm not really too concerned. Kick.com, you got my W right now. Like let's let's hopefully you you treat people better than uh, Twitch does. Like, dude, Twitch is bad. They're like taking money away from everybody. So okay, so we don't have a Twitch. We have a kick account, um, Twitch, Twitch. Oh my God. Kick.com slash low gravity plays the same handle as our YouTube account, uh, which has been, you know, we've been, we like, like we brought up at the beginning, we've been quiet for a few months. It's been, we, we both have very hectic, you know, we're two adults with full-time jobs and other responsibilities outside of this. So it's been quiet. Um, but we're trying to get back into it when we can into the swing of things. So, what I want to do when I know this has been a thing that we've talked about is we really, I want to go up onto kick dot com with you. And I would like to start streaming. You know, we talked about Trepang two. battle bit could be an awesome, awesome battle bit. The only thing that concerns me about battle bit, well, actually it doesn't matter because actually they, I think they revised the rules now. Like Twitch, like someone else says some, some crazy shit on your stream. I'm, like, I'm, you're I'm, not getting penalized for it. You just don't get penalized for it anymore. It's because someone else said it, not you. I was gonna mute it anyway because I don't want anyone dropping the end bomb on the stream. Like, from, yeah, yeah. Know? Well, they have rules, so like you can get your account will get banned if you say stuff like that. People, you, but like it's crazy. People don't give a shit about that. No, no, dude. Like people get banned left and right in that game. Like you literally yeah, can. Can't, they can't like in other games. People get banned too, but they'll just make new. I mean, I guess if it's like IP address gets banned, could That's be used. It's a $15 game. Like how much, how many times you have $15? How many steam accounts are you going to make? You know what I'm saying? It's true. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause like when you get banned off a game for that stuff, I think, I don't know if it goes against like your back score. So, but I imagine that it, it's not good. It's easy. anti cheat actually this time. So that's uh unreal. So that's uh Epic games. That That's their anti cheat that they're using on that game. So this weekend, I mean, I'd like to dive into it with you on kick, assuming. Assuming nothing else comes up, that's like, you know, important. Friday, I mean, tomorrow's Friday night. Dude, dude we, could, we could be doing this right now, right after this goddamn podcast. You and I could play around just one round. Be a good time. No, yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, we wouldn't go live, so that doesn't help the listener right now. Doesn't help the listener, but we'll get his feet wet, soldier. You know what I'm saying? We'll be RPing, and then we'll go live one of these days, and uh, everyone will be like, "Holy shit, they exist!" That'll be great. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's really it for housekeeping. Just keep an eye out on that. The kick.com/slash/lowgravityplays, YouTube.com/slash/lowgravityplays. You're listening to us on podcasts already, so you don't need that. Uh, we're on Instagram at low gravity pod and i think that's the only social media we're on right now i don't have a twitter so either we wouldn't be on twitter that would be your boat yeah i'm uh i we'll we'll get we'll get there when when the time arises you know we'll we'll get there it just uh right now twitter is scary it's a scary place yeah yeah that's true uh so instagram kick podcast services and that's probably all all you're gonna get out of us 
Yeah, man. Don't don't expect code watermelon to exist. And not anytime soon. Soon we'll, you know, one one of these days you'll get code watermelon. I don't know what your code would be. What would you want your code to be? A canamite. I'm local canamite. Until until one day C, uh, CBS is like, hey man, that's trademarked. You can't use that term. Yeah, you know, that's coming sooner than later. I've already contacted the authorities. You're going down, buddy. <laughs> I, I've been I've been talking to the lawyers at CBS and Paramount for Two months now. You're you're getting fucked. Yeah, you're literally. I'm taking you to court, even though you're my homie. We're going. We're 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 duking it out. Yeah, Mike would sell out his own family if he can make a quick buck. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's why I love Payday Two so much. Uh, Mike, anything else to close off before I uh, before I end it up? End Bye, it? Battle Bit. That's it. Bye, Battle Bit. Uh, Kick.com/slash/BattleBit. Kick. Okay. Yeah, see you guys.